the Sport Industry Access Podcast, episode 135. How has sports business developed in the sports industry from the last 10 years? Welcome to another episode of the Sport Industry Access Podcast. I'm your host, Ed Bowers. As always, my goal each week is to provide you a special guest who is a sports expert in a specific field in the sports industry, especially if you have an interest in pursuing a career in sports business. I hope today's episode can be useful to you with regards to your interests and needs. Now, getting back to today's show, this week's special guest is Zohair Amar. Zahair is a sports business consultant with over 30 years of experience in the sports industry, where he specialises in many aspects of sport business, such as sports administration and sports marketing. And for that reason, it's brilliant to have Zahair as a special guest on the show. That's when today's episode, Zahair will share his sports career journey and explain how sports business has developed in the sports industry from the last 10 years. Zohair, it's great to have you on the show. Please could you share your sports career journey to listeners? When did it all start? Ed, thank you very much for having me in your uh, podcast. Uh, I had uh, a long uh, history with sports. I started as athlete in 1960, no, uh, let's say 1970. When I was in my high school, I was invited to be a volleyball player because during that time, Egypt, my country, was looking for um, some athlete to play volleyball with a very um, um, specific anthropometrics, body measurements, and talents. So I was very lucky to be one of the uh, squad of the first uh, Egyptian B national team, which is a, a, a future replacement of the national team of Egypt. Then I started uh, playing on a, on a club level. I, I, I'm from Alexandria, Egypt, where I play for Alexandria Union Club under 17. Then I, I was promoted to a national team, a junior national team of Egypt. Due to my um, university uh, commitments, I was not able to, um, to be with the national team for longer. Then, uh, as soon as I finished with my university, I started or uh, uh, I pursue a coach's career, where I um, I coaches uh, teams in Alexandria, and uh, I ended up with a good uh, uh, program with uh, Zamalek, a famous football club in Egypt, uh, where I coach the first division uh, team of Zamalek, and this put me in a very good opportunity and chance to uh, to be nominated as uh, head coach for the um, Egyptian women national team, uh, where I spent five years. Then um, I was asked by the uh, Bahrain uh, Volleyball Federation to move, to leave Egypt and to move to Bahrain to be the technical director for Bahrain Volleyball. 
And um, my career started from here as a player, then a coach, and then as administrator, I may be able to talk about this. But it was to mention before I, I end with this uh, question, I, um, I became the technical advisor for Jordan Volleyball Federation, technical advisor for Namibia Volleyball Federation. So um, moving from a young, uh, passionate player about sports to a coaching position, then a managerial position. Just really quickly, what skill sets did you learn through that transition of being a player to a coach out of interest? You know, during that period of time, I was not mature enough to re- to recognize or to mark up the changes in my life. But uh, I was very much impressed by my coaches, the, the level of their values, their ethics, their technical background. So this pushed me uh, a lot. Um, uh, to maintain uh, um, um, a career within within sport, the, uh, their their values, their the way they uh, grow me up in the sports as a player um, made me um, very very um, keen to uh, to continue with the, with the sports industry regardless of the position. Because when I left my career as a player, I was not certain on which direction I will go. But uh, because of uh, um, my my leader, my sorry, my leaders during that time, my coaches, my parents, my mentors. I decided to be a coach. So this is uh, it was like a remarkable uh, changes on my life. But the most important that I maintain my passion to sports through different uh, stage or different phase, which became coaching. And with regards to your administration role, did do you see the sports industry open up? Because I assume back in that sort of period of time, a lot of sport was amateur then. Does that sort of make sense? And my quick question to that, because I want to give the listeners an overview view that, you know, professional sports really the last 25 years for a lot of sports. How did you see the changes erupt from professional sport from amateur? Before I talk about the, 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 the shift, let's, uh, let's agree together that sports is part of the inter- entertainment industry right, right away. So... Entertainment is growing very fast and the supportive service related to entertainment, such as uh, media, uh, mainly the social media, um, the, the big hype on the on the entertainment industry um, made sports uh, growing very, very fast because um, during my time, the entertainment was not sports, was maybe uh, black and white television and then television and then the satellite channel. But sports now, an event, is, is a real inter- entertainment. When you go to with your family to a sports arena, you will see that it's not uh, a football match or uh, some sports activity is more than that. It's shopping, it is uh, interactivity, it is uh, social. So um, uh, sports industry is uh, is moving from amateurism to professionalism for sure. But my my, my advice to um, uh, to um, the newcomers to to the sports industry, uh, I know that you are addressing through this podcast um, university uh, students and maybe some high school, and you want to attract them uh, to draw their attention to the importance of this uh, unique industry. I think um, uh, they should uh, uh, try their level best to be engaged with sports governing body on a voluntary basis because this will give them an opening, um, uh, a sort of uh, eye opener 
to, to the industry. Also, to some um, uh, professional sports, they are in a desperate need to get the volunteers where they can minimize their cost because the professional sports need to have a maxima, maximization of revenue. And maximization of revenue could come through a cutting cost of the labor and stuff. So volunteerism will be a very good chance to penetrate. I myself, when I try to, uh, to be part of the internet, no, to the Egyptian Volleyball Federation, I started as a volunteer. I helped my club as a volunteer. Then I became into the sports industry through a professional steps later on. And just on that note, really quickly, before we talk about today's podcast topic, what career skills have supported you looking back from your career? Okay, um, I, I think um, uh, talking about what helped me to, to pursue a career or what supports me, uh, mainly um, I can say that it's hard work and strategy. Without having hard work, like uh, working, I don't like to say the word 24-7, but I, I have a, a very long uh, days working in order to achieve my uh, my interest and my, uh, my main goals. So hard work and strategy and of uh, advancement in a number of fields. So when I go um, to work with a, with a volleyball federation, for instance, as a coach, I have also to improve my skills in, um, in IT and uh, innovation and uh, um, how to do performance analysis. Also, I never being in uh, a comfort zone. So this helped me uh, a lot because I'm always challenging myself. If I want to achieve great things, then I have to go beyond uh, my comfort zone. Um, uh, I also try to put things in a perspective, uh, uh, playing to my strengths, uh, keeping feedback channels open, because uh, sometimes uh, when we are very busy doing work, we didn't listen to the others. So I, I listened to my uh, players when I was a coach. I listened to my fellow um, um, colleagues when I was uh, administrator, even in my, in my company where I'm running um, my business now. Um, I appreciate the team, I coordinate with the team, I put prioritization, uh, consistency, and um, those are the things that um, I, can, uh, I can believe or I can say that they helped me a lot with my, my career. So in a nutshell, uh, it's hard work and strategy and the different components that can help you to grow fast in your business and to avoid any um, uh, breaks or breakdown or any uh, um, sort of situation that will stop you from moving forward and uh, and uh, in a const- uh, consistency say that you have to achieve uh, goals in a certain period of time, so you have to 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 play with all the components of the good skills in order to achieve your goals. So, just to clarify, with regards to strategy, it's relating to the goal setting, putting a plan in pay- place. Is that correct? Absolutely, I'm the one. Uh, even within my family premises, uh, when I, they ask me about what are the next steps for my daughter or my son, I do SWOT analysis. I do smart analysis. I do um, strategy tactics. I do evaluation. I, I, I follow this, and uh, I urge the, the 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 people who want to, or the students who want to to work in sports. I want them to to have a very um, um, short courses about planning because planning will help them a lot uh, to pursue a career in sports or every uh, anywhere. Absolutely, and what you're really talking about really sort of does relate to today's podcast topic with regards to how the sports industry is growing. How have you seen? 
the sports business sector of the sports industry developed from the last 10 years? Oh, that's that's a, a great question, and uh, I hope that um, our audience also will will take care of this development because um, they have to cope with the fast uh, track with the fast uh, um, development in the sports industry. So um, um, I can say that um, sports adapted to a rapidly changing media landscape. So uh, whenever the media um, is moving forward that you ha- you have to see the sports uh, adapting and now sports and media is like uh, uh, a partner so um, um, it, during my my early career with sports management I saw uh, how the media was uh, was very little in the in the sports premises now media is very very important for the growth of the sport so sports adapted to a rapidly changing of the media. And um, tapping on the power of the esports. Now, esports became a top priority for publisher brands and media and traditional sports as well. So, um, if you want to pursue a career, also think about esports uh, because it's now a priority. You, you will have a chance to, to work with it. And um, content uh, is, is very important for the sports fan engagement. So think about um, um, some business, some ideas, some innovative ideas where you can help a sports governing body to engage fans. If you have this, uh, you will have a, a bright and fruitful relationship with your organization and uh, um, uh, good income. Also, sponsorship are becoming more rich and multi-layered. Um, in in my early stage with with sponsorship, sponsorship was categorized as uh, donation ship, as uh, brand centric, and then consumer centric. Nowadays, sponsorship are becoming more rich and multi layered. Um, percentage of consumers willing to pay more for a brand are increasing uh, um, in a very very high volume. Uh, before sports was watching a match, enjoying uh, um, um, some artistic uh, action, but now um, uh, consumers are coming to sports for different perspective, not only the artistic or the technical part of the sports. Um, the, 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 the other trends also for, for sports development, which I can see, is the commitment to positive social and environmental impact. Um, sports also are uh, are more into environment impact and uh, um, socialization. So uh, if if I'm in a position to start a career in sports and you ask me about um, what are the uh, sports business development in the sports industry, I have to focus on some of the points I just mentioned now and try to find a, a solution, try to find the, a new ideas where... Uh, I can penetrate. I, I, I used to uh, to have the word penetrate, not to be engaged, because sports organization in some countries are like uh, a black box, very very difficult to to penetrate and to come through because of the level of professionalism. They don't want to take a risk, and sometimes they are not uh, fair. So I have to come with a very good idea and uh, build on the, uh, the the current development of sports to be like a contemporary guy, a guy who have a knowledge 
to uh, to pursue a career, then the old-fashioned, the gray-haired people will listen to me and find me as a good asset, a positive input to their organization. You've highlighted some really great points, and I hope the listeners have taken it all on board. Out of interest, though, have you seen cult- uh, countries have to adjust their culture because of this sport entertainment package of what you've just talked about from a sports industry perspective, out of interest? I'm based in, in Cairo, Egypt, with um, some uh, branches of my company outside the country, which uh, give me a very good chance to be uh, um, traveling a lot to some countries in the Middle East. And now the culture barriers and sports are uh, coming together. Uh, I watched recently some uh, big changes in a country like Saudi Arabia where they have Vision 2030, uh, where they uh, are allowing more gender equity, uh, women coming to sports, um, sports arena are open, uh, grassroots project, uh, professional sports, uh, hiring coaches, uh, developing coaches, etc. So, um, um, very big changes in, in the area. And uh, if I'm um, um, a student at university, I should think about some, um, some courses which will allow me to deal with the culture changes and help me a lot with, uh, with some future uh, jobs in this area. So uh, sports, culture, uh, sports and culture um, are, are very big. Community sports are now is a big deal. High performance uh, is a big deal. Innovation. Um, I want them to think about a, a position, a new uh, position called uh, innovation officers. The, and most of the, um, the the region in the in the Gulf um, uh, states, the rich Gulf states, and uh, and the, the Middle East are looking also for uh, innovative ideas. Uh, I want them also to think about uh, startups, sports startups, because those are the big uh, time here in the Middle East in association with plans, strategic plans of the government. Look, I find this really interesting. Out of interest, what have you been up to recently? I'm leading a sports governing body, a private uh, governing body, belong to me and my uh, partners where we uh, help uh, in mentoring, administration, marketing, sports governance. And uh, we are working very hard on the sports governance. As, as you may know that, I'm sure uh, that uh, in 2020, next year, the IOC will be um, taking some action. Uh, International Olympic Committee will be taking some action toward National Olympic Committee compliance with the new governance rules of the IOC. So now we are doing a lot of mentoring and, and um, sports governing uh, workshops. We are also um, uh, doing um, uh, communication. We are helping actually athletes to learn more how to deal with media, how to use their uh, their social media platforms to deal with sports. We are also helping some sports leaders in order to talk to media in a, in a proper way to maintain the sponsor and uh, to to have uh, a good commercial impact on their business. We did the strategic planning way. I helped three countries uh, recently to do a sports strategic planning. We help sports security because there is a very big demand on uh, sports security. Uh, most of the government in the Middle East are uh, very curious about sports security of the events. Um, due to the the international uh, uh, threats of uh, um, hooliganism and uh, the the security issues that you can see in in most of the country, also we deal with sports sports coaching and event management. 
So here again, I find this really interesting. I think it's really important you've highlighted all those areas where sport can develop as well. Just on a personal note, what have you enjoyed the most from your sports career looking back right now? Uh, actually, uh, I, I have uh, a very uh, great time being a coach and then moving from my coaching um, uh, career into uh, a mentoring career. I travel a lot all over the world. I did most of the international volleyball coaches courses. I work with the FIVB. I'm recently, I'm currently doing a FIVA um, um, uh, workshops. I work with FIVA and uh, with the IOC, I deliver uh, sports management programs. So uh, having a chance to meet and greet and uh, live with people from all over the world, it is uh, a, a great fun knowledge, experience, humanization, uh, you name it. It's, it's, um, I, I, I may take uh, 50% of the time you allocate to me on this great podcast to talk about what I'm enjoying right now because of um, hard work is now uh, uh, offering me uh, back or paying back um, a lot of things that I was not uh, imagined uh, or I was not in a position to to consider at the beginning of my career. So um, this is just uh, a, a few words about wh where I am now uh, and uh, what I'm enjoying because I want uh, uh, the listener, um, the, the audience, the people who are w w uh, listening to this program um, to know that uh, uh, if they work hard from the beginning, if they have a vision, if they have a mission, if they have a passion, they will have some fruitful results at the end of the road. That is great. And I cannot express how much I've enjoyed this podcast and learning from you. And I feel like we're at a great stage of the interview where I'd like to finish with an inspirational question. What advice would you give to university students who want to pursue a career in the sports industry? Uh, knowledge. And as much as they can, they have to, uh, to go through um, the websites of the most uh, international sports governing body and their local governing bodies and to see how they can penetrate, how they can find the job. Most of my uh, students, I deliver a program for seven years at Cairo University under, um, it's in association with organization in Switzerland called the CIES and the FIFA where we have executive management program. And when the, um, the students came to this program, we asked them question, why you are coming to this program they say because we want to be uh, sports leaders uh, i want to be uh, part of the organization i want many many uh, issues but the first question i ask them what sort of um, knowledge you are going to give to your uh, classmate so if you sit in the class what you are going to give them so the majority of them failed um, to answer this question so i'm urging all the listener and the students at the university to gain as much as they can information about the uh, sports governing body in their uh, premises, in their territory, in their country. And then um, to think about uh, some uh, concrete ideas, some project where they can present on, let me repeat again, on a voluntary basis. Because if you have no experience and when you try to join a job or to have a job, uh, they will ask you about your previous experience, how many years you spent, what is your major project, etc. So try to uh, to go through some uh, voluntary project and um, uh, also check 
most of the international uh, mega events that will be coming the next uh, um, four years on uh, the Olympic cycle, uh, you will find that there is a volunteer uh, position available. So try to do um, 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 some engagement with these global uh, programs. Also, language very, very important. If you are an English speaking, I want you to be uh, speaking uh, some other language because what helps me in my life, uh, I, I'm a native Arabic speaking. Arabic is my mother tongue, but I do speak English and uh, this helped me a lot. Also, I have French skills, which can help me also to uh, communicate with the Francophone. So, um, and some other language, very minor, but it's not the, the, um, the issue now. So um, think about knowledge, think about about how to be engaged with, with sports organization in a in a smart way. Differentiate yourself. Be yourself. Um, uh, think about uh, what is it, what value added I will bring to this organization. Don't think about I will be part of the big celebrity. I want to be there because uh, they are good. They are doing a good job. No, I want you to think about what you are going to bring and do your homework before you approach anybody. That is fantastic. I really do hope the listeners take that on board. How can people interact with you online? Okay. Um, um, I think um, uh, the best way is uh, to go through my website, uh, scoreatoz.com. Um, so feel free to contact me. And, uh, of course, uh, with you, Ed, you have all my contacts. If somebody uh, came to your website, I'll be more than happy to do this. And, again, uh, I was talking about volunteerism, and I will do all my advice on a voluntary basis, not on a commercial basis. Thank you. Thank you so much for all the listeners listening in. All those links will be on my website relating to this blog post. So uh, it's been an absolute privilege chatting with you today. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, Ed, for having me on the show. I wish you and your um, listener all the best. Keep it up. What a really fascinating podcast chat from Zohair. For me, there are so many learning lessons I've taken from this interview, but particularly his journey of being an athlete, then transitioning into a coach, then administration, and then led him to business. And sometimes that is how you pursue a career in the sports industry. It takes time, but it's like a continuous journey. And the work he's doing now is so fascinating. But the career perspective I really want to highlight, and it's a common theme with regards to getting your foot in the door in the sports industry, is that word volunteer. I know it can be a bit of a buzzword, but the practicality of it is so important because that is the time where you can really figure out your strengths, figure out where you can add the most value in a particular sector in the sports industry. And really on that note, I hope you take that on board because that is the truth. I've done it. I've done some internships. I've done volunteering at a low level with regards to tennis coaching back in the day. It was a long time ago, but sometimes you've got to do that to know where you want to go in the next three years of your life, the next five years of your life, or even the next 10 years of life. Because the, the one thing that Zohair and I had a discussion afterwards was how is the next generation of leaders going to influence the future of the sports industry? And that is a challenge for you. I really do hope you took on board what Zohair was saying from a career perspective and apply it to your sports career journey today and make it happen. Now, as always, at the end of each interview, I'd like to finish with an inspirational quote from my guest speaker. Zohair said, how are you going to differentiate to yourself? think about it how can you add value to a particular sports organization or sector because i want you to focus on what you can bring to the table especially with regards to the future of sports 